If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the round. It's the beginning of April 2022, and you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And with the fourth month of the year here, gadgets are well and truly flowing out. There have been some crazy gadgets announced in the past week that surprised us, partly because of April Fool's Day and all. One was from Dyson, and it was a total surprise, because it looked like the sort of thing Darth Vader might wear, or maybe Batman's Bane. Called the Dyson Zone, it's a crazy combination of noise-cancelling headphones and an electric filter mask. Filter air while also playing sound and the whole thing is genuinely crazy we actually had to check with Dyson to find out whether it was a joke and it's not it's just a little strange and a touch ugly grappling your face as if you were a super villain we're normally on board with most things Dyson comes up with but the Dyson zone is something we're not sure we could wear in public and given that it will probably cost around a thousand dollars in Australia suspect many will be in the same boat honestly you could probably do the same thing with an n95 mask and a decent pair of headphones. Speaking of headphones, Australia has a new headphone maker, as one of its established microphone makers turns its attention not to your mouth, but to your ears. Built for folks who make content, Rode's NTH100 are a wired pair of headphones to keep sound sounding the way it should. Handy for those making stuff for our eyes and our ears, working in audio and video. And because of their long cord, they probably won't be for walking around and listening to music. But if you work on audio for yourself, or maybe the day job, the NTH100 headphones could suit. Rode's contribution to your ears wasn't the only one recently. We've heard from Bose with the launch of a Dolby Atmos soundbar coming in the Smart Soundbar 900, a $1,400 speaker for your TV with upward firing speakers and a way to optimize the room sound based on that 3D sound Dolby Atmos soundtracks bring. Meanwhile, Danish speaker company Soundbox has a slightly smaller take of its giant Bluetooth speaker coming in the Go. Weighing 9 kilograms, the Soundbox Go isn't a huge departure from the 15 kilo regular soundbox speaker, but it is a little bit smaller, built to survive the elements and play music for around 80 hours. Handy for folks thinking of hitting the park or the beach with their tunes for an extended period of time. It'll cost around $1,000 if you're thinking of grabbing one, making for a slightly pricey wireless speaker. And Amazon has a new speaker too, though it's more of a smart display than a speaker. There are speakers in the Echo Show 15, but the emphasis isn't on the sound, but rather the picture. With a 15.6 inch touchscreen, basically providing a central point for photos, for news, and for information around the home from the family. Amazon's big Echo Show is basically just that, a bigger version of Amazon's smaller Echo Show smart displays and one you'll pay for, with the large screen model costing $400 locally. Prepare to pay a little more for PlayStation soon if you want games on tap as well. Sony's PlayStation Plus looks set to expand around the world, including in Australia, with the regular two games per month coming in the essential service, what is basically PlayStation Plus now, while more costly versions will come later this year in Extra and Deluxe, adding more games to play from its service. While the basic PS Plus account will give you two monthly, Extra will add up to 400 more, while Deluxe, the most premium one, will add even more, potentially giving you more games to play on a monthly basis. And while we're talking about paying more, we're looking at two of Apple's most expensive gadgets, finishing this show with the reviews of the Apple Mac Studio and the Apple Studio Display, two gadgets built for, if you can read between the lines, the studio, or basically people who do work in the creative space. We'll start with the Studio Display 
first because it's Apple's 27-inch 5K screen, and while it can be used with any computer, it's primarily focused on Macs. It's not the biggest display we've ever seen or used, but it is a nice one, with a sharp 5K resolution and a six-speaker system optimized for Dolby Atmos spatial audio. There's also a webcam inside and a chip from the iPhone to kind of manage it all, but weirdly there's no support for HDR, something we'd expect a $2,500 monitor to support. At that price, the omission of HDR is a genuine surprise, but it's still a lovely screen made for the Mac faithful, and for Apple's latest computer, which we're also reviewing, the Mac Studio. Inside is a heap of power, and it's the sort of system that is just positively made for content creators. It's a meaty workstation system, sized to be quite small, looking a little like a Mac Mini, but a little bit taller. But it's not cheap. We love the Mac Studio despite its price, but think most people may not need what's on offer inside and should carefully consider before spending big. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode can be found at Listener, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts every week. But for now, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Stay safe, stay sane, and take care.